You're listening to KAYT, 88.1 FM, Gina, Alexandria, 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe, 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna, Maranatha, and Natchitoches First Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in Alexandria and Natchitoches, Louisiana. We desire to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to a dying world in the final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. I would like to talk to you upon the subject, written in stone, written in stone. Centuries ago, God wrote his law in stone, and you're still supposed to keep it today. It's absolutely true that violating any part of God's law always brings negative consequences. And as crime overruns our cities and overruns our countries and overruns our communities, doesn't it make sense that for peace and safety's sake, we need to obey the laws of the land, right? Well, this same principle applies with God's law, the Ten Commandments, in our own lives as well. There aren't called the Ten Suggestions. They're not called the Ten Recommendations or the Ten Great Ideas. Since so much is at stake right now, you should take just a few minutes as we consider this Bible study as we go through it. And I know that there are some questions that come to mind to the saints of the Most High God. Well, we're not on the law anymore. We're under grace. But even grace, in order to receive that, you can, it's freely given. However, when you're following the Lord, there are some things that we need to take into consideration. What do you say out there? Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Here is one of the questions that may come to your mind right quick. Did God himself really write the Ten Commandments? Well, you can get that answer from Exodus chapter 31, verse 18, and chapter 32, verse 16. Did God himself really write the Ten Commandments? The Bible tells us. He gave Moses two tablets of testimony, tablets of stone, written with the finger of God. Now, the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God engraved on tablets. So the answer, my brothers and sisters, is yes. Did he really write the Ten Commandments? Yes. The great God of heaven wrote the Ten Commandments on tables of stone with his own finger. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, there we go back asking this question. Well, what is the definition then of sin? Hmm. Sin is, in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 4, sin is lawlessness. Sin is breaking God's Ten Commandment law. And since the law of God is perfect, Psalms 19, verse 7, its principles cover every conceivable sin. It is impossible to commit a sin that is not condemned by at least one of God's Ten Commandments. You see, brothers and sisters, the Ten Commandments cover man's all-whole duty of man. Ecclesiastes 12, 13, nothing is left out. Well, I know that you probably have some other questions that you would probably ponder, and like I did too in studying God's Word, and I'm glad that all the answers, brothers and sisters, doesn't come from one sect of people. All the answers, brothers and sisters, just doesn't come from one area of town, but all the answers that we ever have come from God's Word. Why did God give us the Ten Commandments? Proverbs 29, verse 18, and Proverbs 3, Verse 1 and 2 says, why did God give us the Ten Commandments? Happy is he who keeps the law. Proverbs 3 and verse 1 and 2 says, keep my commands for length of days and long life and peace. Watch this. They will add to you. 
So if we were to answer this question and break it up, uh, there are four different answers that why did God give us the Ten Commandments? As a guide for happy and abundant life. You see, God created us to enjoy happiness, peace, long life, contentment, and accomplishment, and all the other great blessings of which for our hearts long for. You see, God's law is the, uh-huh, God's law is the roadmap that points out the right paths to follow in order to find this true supreme happiness. Come here, Romans 3 and verse 20. By the law is the knowledge of sin. And then Romans 7 and verse 7 said, I would not have known sin except through the law, for I would not have known covetousness unless the law has said, you shall not covet. Answering this question, why did God give us the Ten Commandments? Another answer could be to show me the difference between right and wrong. And people, they, they have arguments over this today. James 1, 23 to 25, God's law is like a mirror. It points out wrongdoing in my life as a mirror points out dirt on my face. The only possible way for a person to know if he or she is sinning is for he or her to carefully check his life by the mirror of God's law. Amen, somebody. Hope for this mixed up, sinking generation is found in God's Ten Commandment law. It tells where to draw the line. Come here, Deuteronomy 6 and verse 24 tells us, And the law commanded us to observe all these statutes, commandments, for our good always. Psalm 119 and verse 117 and 118 says, Hold me up and I shall be safe and I shall observe your statutes continually. You reject all those who stray from your statutes. So here's another answer. Why did God give us the Ten Commandments? To protect me from danger and tragedy. You see, brothers and sisters, God's law is like a strong cage at a zoo. You've been to a zoo before, which protects us from fierce, destructive animals, lions and tigers. You know how this go. It protects us from impurity. It protects us from falsehood. It protects us from murder. It protects us from idolatry. It protects us from theft and many other evils that destroy life, peace, and happiness. All good laws protect, and God's law is no exception. Why did God give us the Ten Commandments? Last answer for this question is 1 John 2 and verse 3. Now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Why did God give us his Ten Commandments? It helps us to know God. It helps us to know God. That's the plain and simple answer right there, beloved. Well, one other question that may jog your memory that you may come up with and when you're thinking about the written in stone, why is God's law exceedingly important to me personally? Why is it important to you? You need to be asking yourself that question. Why is God's law important to you? Point to yourself. Uh huh. James 2.12 says this. So speak and so do as those who will be judged, watch this, by the law of liberty. So why is God's law exceedingly important to me and you? Because the Ten Commandments law is the standard by which God examines people in the heavenly judgment. How are you measuring up? Ask yourself that question. It is a life or death manner. Yes, it is, brothers and sisters. You see, you may have another question that you may be pondering as we talk about God's word and being written in stone. Can God's law, the Ten Commandments, ever be changed or abolished? Here is the question of the ages, and the answers come straight from God's word. Luke 16 and verse 17, can God's law be ever changed or abolished? It is easier 
for heaven and earth to pass away than for one crossing of the T or dotting of the I to fail. Do you hear the word of God? Psalm 89 and verse 34 says, My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Psalms 111 and 7 and 8 says, All his precepts, which are his commandments, are sure they stand fast forever and ever. Can God's law, the Ten Commandments, ever be changed or abolished? Absolutely not. The Bible is very clear on this point. If the law could have been changed, God would have immediately made the change when Adam and Eve sinned instead of sending his son to die in the sinner's behalf to pay the penalty of the broken law. This was impossible. The commandments are revealed principles of God's holy character that will always be true as long as God exists. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, I know that there are some other questions that come to mind, and I know that the text from God's word will answer every question about written in stone. Did Jesus change or abolish God's law while he was here on earth? Now, here come some Bible readers need some help right here. Well, he didn't, he, no, he, did, he didn't keep the law. He broke the law. Let's find out what Matthew 5, 17 and 18 says about this question. Did Jesus abolish God's law while he was here on earth? Listen to what he says. Do not think that I come to destroy the law. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Then he says, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Did Jesus abolish God's law while he was here on earth? No, indeed. Jesus specifically asserted that he did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill or keep it. Instead of doing away with the law, Jesus magnified the law. Isaiah 42, 21, Bible readers, as the perfect guide for right living. For example, Jesus pointed out that you shall not murder condemns anger without a cause, Matthew 5, 21 and 22, and hatred, 1 John 3 and 15, and that lust is adultery, Matthew 5, 27 and 28. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments, John 14, 15, Bible readers. You may have another question in your mind, talking about God's law written in stone. Will people who knowingly continue to break even one of God's commandments, will they be saved? Oh, here it comes. Uh-huh. Romans 6 and 23. For the wages of sin is what, everybody? It's death. Then Isaiah 13 and verse 9 says, he will destroy its sinners from it. Ooh, here it is. James 2.10. For whoever shall keep the whole law, yet stumble in one point, he's guilty of all. So will people who knowingly continue to break even one of God's commandments, will they be saved? You see, the Ten Commandments law is the guide we must use in finding our way to God and holy living. If I ignore even one of the Ten Commandments, I am neglecting part of the divine pattern or blueprint which God has already laid out. If only one link of the chain is broken, beloved, its entire purpose is totally undone. The Bible says that when we knowingly break any command of God, we are sinning, James 4, 17, because we have refused his will for our lives. Only those who do his will can enter the kingdom of heaven. And of course, God will forgive anyone who genuinely repents and accepts Christ's power to change. And that's the only way that we can be kept. But, beloved, we have to depend on Christ to change us. 
Well, somebody will probably be saying, well, we don't have to keep his law. Yes, we do. If you love the Lord, if you keep, if you love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, with all your soul and all your strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself, he says that those two laws, you hang the 10. If you keep the two, you keep the 10. Let me go on because I know there's just some other questions you may have in your mind. Can anyone be saved by keeping the law? This is what you were looking for right here. Here comes the answer from the word of God. Romans 3 and verse 20. Can anyone be saved by keeping the law? By the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, for by grace. There it is. That's what keeps you. That's what helps you to look at the law of liberty. That's what keeps you to look into the mirror to make sure that you need to change yourself. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Can anyone be saved by keeping the law? Huh? Nope. The answer is too plain to miss. No one can be saved by keeping the law. Salvation comes only through grace as a gift from Jesus Christ, and we receive this grace by faith, not by works. You see, the law serves only, only as a mirror to point out sin in our lives, brothers and sisters. Cleansing and forgiveness from that sin comes only through Christ Jesus our Lord. Beloved, that's our time for this evening. And I know that when you hear this message again, you will know that things that God has written out has been written in stone. God bless you. Look forward to hearing you again. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with yours truly, Dr. Christopher Manuel. You are invited to join me at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church every first and second Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located at 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. And on the third and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located at 45. 517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on the air. Send your correspondence to 916 Richmond Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana 71302 and join us every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on KAYT KQJO for the Restoring Faith broadcast. Be blessed. The Unstoppable Way, The Unstoppable Way. Uh, 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 uh. Bless Jewels by Shannon, the VIP page, a licensed paparazzi jewelry consultant. For all the women out there that need a great selection of jewelry for any occasion, especially for church, Bless Jewels by Shannon is nickel based.